all of which they chose. And it goes on from there to basically say that they had offspring, and these offsprings were giants. Um, these were giants, at least, mm-hmm. uh, here, and that they were mighty men and were like. Sure, I don't know. There's probably, there's probably some smart computer somewhere we listening need to, fix to these that things. Fridge. Oh, there you that go. Is the, that's a brand new fridge. Is that just the condenser or whatever it is on it? You're a smart man. What is that? Yeah, you're. Uh, uh, that sounded like the condenser. We don't have well, to fix it right we now. Compressor. We got things compressor. To I'd start with C. How's close? Yeah, oh, I was, I was okay with that. Or it could be the pump. For is there water hooked up to it? I don't know. No, it. I mean, it could think that there's supposed to be a pump. Maybe hooking up. Is there an ice maker? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is an ice maker, but there's oh. no there's no water hooked up to it. So it might want to be pumping, Maybe. but it's not. That was a very short compressor cycle, or if that was a compressor, it was a very short run run time. Mm-hmm. Way too mm-hmm. short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't hear you now. Talk in your mind. Hello. Yeah. Oh, there, oh, there, there we are. Hey, jeez. There we are. Back <laughs> off a little bit. Okay. So the mics work. We know the, this. The mics work. So <laughs> somebody has AirPods in. They're, they're screaming. <laughs> They would made that joke, I think, they just crashed their car. Yeah. Why don't I listen to these guys? Uh, that's like the a- ASMR. Oh, yeah. Today, with we're the buttons, the... I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I too. I listened to it today. I'm like, oh, that's cringy. Yeah, that's oh, bad. I like that. Let's delete that. Oh, that's good. All right. All right, here we are in uh, Genesis chapter 6. Yes. All right. Genesis. <laughs> you got to give it a Sorry. Genesis. Transconfiguration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a throwback. If you didn't get that, go back to Matthew and yeah, listen go, to Matthew. Go back to Matthew. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Genesis chapter 6. So um, this is, everyone knows the story of the flood, uh, but sometimes we kind of overlook like the prequel here. So this is the, um, the reason. God gives the reason why the flood's going to happen. Um, the reason is basically there's sin everywhere throughout the, uh, the earth. Um, we can dive into that as we kind of free flow talk about it here in a minute. Uh, except for one man, one family. Uh, it talks about how Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Um, so this is a really important part, this this chapter in general. So he picks Noah to be the one who's going to carry on the human race, essentially, through this global catastrophe. Um, him and his, his his wife, his sons, and their, their daughters. So eight of them total. Um, he gives it him like... The dimensions, everything about the ark. It's like if you're going to go pick up an ark from Ikea, this is it, but on steroids. They're going to build this thing up. Um, and we'll get into the dimensions and how size and how it actually is a large enough ship to like actually accomplish the mission. I mean, God gave him the measurements, so I assume he knows how big it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he tells basically the instructions that he's going to have two of every animal and then the eight of them. And... Another big part of this is it's actually the first covenant in the Bible that's given to Noah from God. And mm-hmm. uh, so really, in a, the shortest summary possible, that's it. The earth is full of sin. God regrets that he even created mankind and uh, decides to destroy destroy the earth with a flood and says, Noah, build a boat. Collect some animals. <laughs> You're it, man. And speaking of the animal thing, I was thinking this whole time, like how would he go out and like collect animals? But... God's so powerful and doing what he does, he would either move the animals to Noah yep. or yeah. the fact of he told Noah to put it. Where did he tell him to put it? To start to build the ark? I don't even know if he says where to. I mean, it, it uh, 
pretty much just telling him to build an, an arc of gopher wood and gives him dimensions. Yeah, I mean, but let's just say, let's just say God tells him to put it at a little bit of an elevation. Like mm-hmm. it's going to push that water and those animals to Noah. Yeah. Also, could you imagine being being Noah like at the door? I know we're not there yet, but yeah. I'm just thinking like Noah's at the door, like trying to push a giraffe away. Like, we don't have time for you. <laughs> we already got two of you. And he said two. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the giraffe I'm riding. Yeah. I'm coming, buddy. <laughs> I'm coming, buddy. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I think oh I think we, I think that's chapter seven. It talks about that a little bit, but yeah, that's that's uh, I, I thought the same thing. Like, as, especially as a child going through like Sunday school class, so I'm like imagining Noah's out there with like a lasso. Like, I need two more crocodiles. Yeah, I, just, I'll be back in a minute. You know, like, oh, oh I got to get the one with the teeth. Get out of here, bird! You can fly. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need you. What is oh. that? A stegosaurus? Nah, he's big. Let's no, get a baby. Steggies are out. Yeah. I think mm, we'll keep moving. Well, yeah, you think uh, the dinosaurs were on there? Yeah, on the uh, well, I mean, alligators. Think about all the all the 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 things that scientists say that dinosaurs that could have started in the dinosaur period. Yeah, and they're all small enough to fit on a boat. Yeah, I I've had so. an alligator on a boat. Mm, there you go. There you go. And mine wasn't an ark, so you probably could have had two of them. It probably could have put. <laughs> they would have been angry, but. Well, yeah, those are little angry fellows. But uh, all right, back to Genesis. <laughs> so, Genesis. so I, I, right. I think I'll open up with a question for the. Uh, I, we talked a little bit about this a second ago off mic, but uh, so it, it in the beginning of 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 chapter six, basically uh, verses one through seven, kind of sums up how how much regret God has for creating mankind. Um, it, it says in verse six, it repented God that He had made man, um, but. It, an interesting thing here, and I, there's three interpretations that I saw, and I'm curious which ones y'all hold to be like the truth, or, or if you just are as much like me and kind of baffled by it. Um, King James Version, verse 2 says, And the sons of God saw the daughters of men, and they were fair, and they took them as wives, um, all, all of which they chose. And it goes on from there to basically say that they had offspring, and these offsprings were giants. Um, these were giants, at least, mm-hmm. uh, here, and that they were mighty men and were like renowned. So what do you think the sons of God, what do you think that's referring to? So I thought it was, I think it's kind of strange that the author, so we all know like God had a hand in, in writing this, but there was an author in the beginning. And like we were talking about before, uh, I've been doing that study through that. Was it Hillsdale? The Hillsdale. It's cool. It's cool. And if you you get a chance, it's free. It's something fun to like break into stuff, but it's the way the author writes Genesis is what their big focus is on. And have you noticed like when God makes Adam, it is of him, right? So he, he creates him, and then God makes the distinction of putting Adam to sleep and pull from his rib. I think we talked about that in that, like, why didn't he just why, make another woman? You want to just make form another one out of dirt, you know? <clears throat> but he wants to separate. I think that's the that's the separation portion of God is from, or man is from God. Women are from man. Okay. Like, a, almost like a hierarchy. So you see it start there in, uh, what, chapter 3, chapter 2, Adam and Eve. And then you see it again here where I know you're talking about who are these giants. But maybe that's just what the author put men at, like yeah. at the level of which men were regarded in that time frame. I mean, these guys are without a man, without it, you're, 
you're thinking they're not too far removed from Adam and Eve. No. So all they know is without this man, a, a woman can't be made. And without the man, a baby can't be born sure. of that woman. But I guess the question is, why would that make God angry enough to destroy the earth then? That's, I, guess, I think it's a lust thing. Because in mine lust. it says, you know, the daughters are born of him. And hold on. My spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal. So, you know, when we talked about we talked about Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve got naked, and they they weren't they were ashamed of being naked in front of everybody. But there's something in our brain as as men, and we I, I think you could say that. I mean it's my podcast, I'll say what I want. <laughs> but if you see if you see your wife naked, you're you you think a certain way about your wife yeah. that you're not going to think of a another woman, and I, I I believe that when Adam and Eve ate that that fruit, that's when that distinction started coming in, and that's where the I mean he says it lust comes in, yeah. shame and all these things. Well, now it's getting to a point Same. where it's not just Adam and Eve where he has no other option, like it's just this woman. Now it's like guys are there's multiple women out there. Sure, yeah. Of yeah. different families I mean, and been, different clans. It's been I mean, I'm gonna well, approximately seventeen hundred years. That's a lot of And you're not seeing you're not seeing Mary or you see and they marry, but you don't see Well, who are the sons of God? That's what And that's what I I'm saying. What, I, I think it's just I think it's just man. You think it's just normal men? I think it's just normal men because think, God made those men. Do you think they're so that the three most, um, the normal, I not say normal, the common interpretation. Common terms, yeah, are going to be, um, I'm going to say, I thought, angels, fallen angels, mm-hmm. yep. or even demons. Some people say demons. I think fallen angels makes more sense, or uh, descendants of um, Cain. Cain, yeah, thank you. Right. I think. And another one is this weird one, rulers or princes, but they think they were like under the influence of demons, which is a, that one to me is bizarre and I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm curious, and I hear that a lot of people say like, the descendants from angels, and that was a prominent thing throughout the Bible. That's why, you know, Goliath and his brothers were giants and stuff like that. I don't know if that's, I don't know. I'd have to really well, dig into that theory, but I would definitely buy that they could be the, just, there's only a the few men. times where the sons of God, that phrase has been used, I think in Jude, there was a couple times that it was referenced, um, and most of the times that it was referenced, it was talking about angels right so mine says nephilim yeah uh, nephilim so i'm kind of thinking nephilim and the sons of god are two different so what i'm saying is mine don't say i guess it does but it's like on a different the nephilim were on the earth in those days yeah so were the sons of god like we were saying the angels and because at that point in time heaven and earth was overlapped i don't because god was still there so we're he didn't go to heaven i mean i, I think there's i think there's a physical heaven at this point you think i think so because it, it, it transitions but in, who's going there i mean at that point it might have been just um i mean it was created at some point it had to be created for the angels to dwell in and then for a third of them to fall before the fall of man you know what i mean yeah I don't know. That's that's part of the Bible that we have to we kind of have to guess on because there's nothing right. Nothing. That, there's no stamp dates on those right. that we see. But I, I think you know your initial question is I, I don't. It's not that 
it doesn't matter and, and maybe it does, but to me, right. It, it doesn't really matter. I think the broader point that the author is trying to get at is God was tired of, you know, I don't want to say God is the kid that's trying to play with the older kids, but like, basically, like if we if you think about it today, like you watch, I watch my daughter try to play with the older kids and they want nothing to do with them because they have all these other cool things. And I think the women were the other cool things and God was, you know, fighting for their, their, uh, you know, attention, attention. Yeah. yeah. Fighting for their attention. I mean, it says right here that, you know, he was tired of basically fighting for their attention. Sure. Yeah. I mean that, that, that's, you're really in the camp of one of the, the big theories or the big interpretations of it is that those would be offsprings from, uh, Cain mm-hmm. when he left, you know, he went to the, the city of, I said it earlier, I forgot it, not, non, nod, not some sort of, I forgot it. Yeah. And, and, you know, sort of the city there with, and so that's one of the big, the big camps is that, that, you know, which makes sense also. It could make sense, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, for sure. But that you mean the, uh, the sons of God were uh, descendants of Abel and the daughters were descendants of, of, of Seth because Seth was Seth, one that found right. righteousness. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's where, that's where a lot, that's one of the big interpretations is, you know, the two sons, one evil, one good. They go off and have offspring, and then those offspring start to come back together. So the evil and the good are having children, and it's polluting the good. That's one of the big camps, is that, which is basically what you're saying, that there's just all this lust. And yeah. It's go, yeah, running yeah. rampant. Which, yeah, I would definitely say that's that's kind of where yeah. I'm trying to get at. Is like, I, 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 think, don't, I don't think he cares where they're coming from or what kind of people there are. He, he laid down the law like, hey, you know, I built this for you, and you're just not... You're not keeping it the way I want it to be kept. So that's my thought. No. And I mean, I think that's mainly the, the moral of the story here, too, is, I mean, we don't, uh, we don't need to get too caught up in the gene- genealogy of, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a lot, of, a lot of debate on that. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> I could go either way with it. I honestly even like, I mean, I could see, obviously, there was a third of the angels that fell at one point. It talks about that. Now, are some of those angels, I mean, obviously they've sinned against God, so they're going to have a sin nature, just like, you know, we have as humans, and they're going to see something they find attractive. Could it be them that fell, and now they're interbreeding with humans? Maybe. I mean, in Hebrew, yeah, the right, Nephilim I mean, mean the fallen. Yeah. And it says, uh, we're on the earth in those days. Now, we'd have to get, like, a blue letter out to see and I, I what, got, e- what even that means. I even went through that, and it was, it, man, it's, it, they're two camps still, yeah. even through that. So, okay. I was curious. Anyway, yeah. Let us know what you think, people. Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> um, yeah. So that that's that is really like the the gist of it is basically that's the big reason that the reason for the flood is mm-hmm. this is happening. The world is full of sin. There's worldwide corruption, so I'm going to destroy the world. It's and that's the reason yep. he gives. Um, and one of my one of my bigger questions is, you know, what makes Noah a righteous a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time? Yeah, I don't and know. And it says he walked faithfully with God. Now, I don't believe that he walked. I mean, I, maybe he walked physically with God, but what I, I I I would assume. My concern is from like one through six, we haven't heard one teaching or one thing that says, "Hey, this is what you need to do to be to stay." There was only one rule so far, and that's don't don't eat the fruit. So, <clears throat> what makes Noah blameless and faithful 
through with God. And I also oh. think that he stayed, we, we talked about how long he stayed, God stayed on earth. Mm-hmm. I think he stayed a pretty long time just to set this, all this up. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the exact time from Adam's <coughs> creation to his fall. Obviously no one knows going to know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, if you do the genealogy of what we know, we know the flood started, we said it last time, 1656 years, something like that. Oh, yeah, we tried to do math in public. Yeah, mathematically, and it wasn't <laughs> great. Less than 2,000 years. Yeah. We'll go with that. That's that's an easy assumption. So, I mean, how, I don't know. Maybe maybe God left us to our own sin nature, and that's why yeah. that things just went so terribly wrong in that short of a timeline, too. There was no moral compass. I mm-hmm. don't know. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have to take a a stopping point here. That's and, good. Uh, we'll, we can we'll jump see you into guys the, tomorrow. Yeah, we can jump into the ark next. And, yeah, we'll jump into the not literally. His, yeah, his righteousness <laughs> and why he was so righteous. Perfect. All right. Awesome. See you guys later. Thanks Bye. For, thanks for joining. Bye. Hey everybody! Thanks for listening. It is John, Matt, and Nick, and uh, you know our big thing and our big takeaway from everything that we're doing right now is to help you find Christ. And without him, we would be nothing, and this podcast would be nothing. In Romans 10, 13, uh, Nick, why don't you give it to him? For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And that's all you need to do. You need to profess your love for Jesus Christ, open your heart, and let him into your life. Uh, Find a friend, tell them, pray about it, do whatever you got to do. But there's a reason that you are listening to this podcast. If you're already saved, go save a friend. Do it today. Do it. Hurry up. Time is of the essence.